buenas tardes and buenas noches because you already know i don't know when you're listening to this but whenever you are i want you to have a good day a good evening or a good night so let's get into it hey y'all it's president alex here and we are back with episode four i can't believe it's already episode four I'm so happy about that because when I say it took a long time to start this show, it took a long time because I remember telling y'all April 1st, I said it's a podcast on the way, April Fool's, maybe not, JK or not, not playing, just playing, no I'm not, I'm serious, am I? And I know y'all was confused and y'all probably was even more confused when I started posting snippets and then disappeared off the face of the earth. Well, that's at least if y'all, you know, was paying attention to that. Because if y'all didn't even know that happened, then I just explained it. (laughs) It's been a long time coming. Lots of things happened. Like it's so much stuff that happened this year that encouraged me to create the podcast, the brand, the community, and then also deterred me from working on it. I was definitely caught between a rock and a hard place while trying to work and create this brand. But you know, here we are. We are strong. We we are going in it in the off season at that. Because this is literally the time when podcasts are like winding down and like, okay, we're taking a winter break. And here I am. Ain't no winter break. My winter break was between April and November. Okay. <laughs> Today, I have a very important thing that I wanted to talk about inspired by quite a few things like different factors like looking at you know the baby mamas on the shade room baby mamas just locally on my Instagram page on Twitter in real life and of course this is about snapbacks per the episode title don't call it a snapback I weighed around 180 pre-pregnancy. Um, I just was getting thick, you know what I'm saying? I was in a relationship, you know, they call it the healthy weight, the happy weight. And I already didn't like it, you know what I'm saying? I already felt like I was too big because I was 145 for a long time. Like, I just stayed buck 45, period. Then, you know, I got in a relationship and I got up to 160 and I was like, what is this, honey? You know what I'm saying? But now, looking back, I'm like, what? 60 I actually looked healthy like now hold on that's where I should have been it I got pregnant and um at the end of my pregnancy I got all the way up to 260 pounds I could not believe it because you know I was so cute and pregnant for such a long time and then all of a sudden I just started craving food I'm just eating it all the time I'm eating Jets weekly and Jets is a deep dish a deep dish pizza y'all I don't know uh if everybody know what the Jets is but it's you know some good Detroit pizzas deep dish and girl i was tearing it up i was tearing that piece of all right if y'all listen to poor minds yeah tearing it up <laughs> so um i was very self-conscious like after i gave birth that i i hate that i felt that way and i believe it was because i was so used to having the body like i have always had a great body didn't have to work for it i did work out but working out was just kind of to keep me 
moving, you know, like it wasn't to maintain or anything. I just was built, you know what I'm saying? I have a nice body naturally, but after I gave birth, I mean, then my titties started hanging low and wobbling down to the flow child and <laughs> my booty. Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. That like my body image on top of, you know, um, Having postpartum depression because I suffered greatly, y'all. Postpartum depression is no joke. And I suffered not feeling good enough for anybody. Not feeling good enough for my son's dad. Not feeling good enough for my son. Not feeling good enough for myself. It It's literally like your mind is just like you you don't belong anymore like you did what you were supposed to do you gave birth and we don't need you anymore and so I am praying for anybody who has gone through it who is going through it currently who never really recovered from it um it is a battle to tell yourself that you are worthy that you do belong here still and your job is not done just because you gave birth this is just the start of things so right now i weigh 175 pounds and this <laughs> this is not this is not a healthy with this is it looks good it looks good i'm not going to front you know i take my pictures and stuff because it looks good does it feel good no because i did not go about it the right way and i wish i did but i did not um I was very stressed out. Stress caused me to lose a lot of weight. I also breastfed. Breastfeeding does. You you drop the weight because it's almost like the more you feed the baby, <laughs> it's like the baby's getting bigger and you getting smaller. Like I feel I feel like that definitely attributed to most of my weight loss was the breastfeeding. I breastfed for six months of my son's life. Um I did yoga and right now I'm working overnights and I work a very labor intensive job like physical physical labor. Um so I'm always lifting things, putting things away, walking like I get hundreds of thousands of steps a month like just from my job alone. Like I can literally see it. You know what? I'm I'm going to post um the step tracker app I use because I know some people are interested in stuff like that being able to record um their steps on their phones and stuff so i'm gonna post what i use in the description so it i think it's just called my steps or something it's a very simple app but it does what it needs to do but anyway let's get into snapping back i wish i could get on here and say this is how i did it y'all i ate this that and a third and then i worked out seven times a week and then i lifted my baby up while i was doing squats well i actually did <laughs> I actually did do that um when when my son was younger I used to squat with him in my arms like because he was a little chunky thing so you know I would use him as a weight um and do squats but you know I ain't doing that now that boy 30 something pounds mm -mm. but <laughs> you know I wish I could get on here and tell y'all I had the perfect game plan as to um being even less than I weighed pre-pregnancy but no I I don't because I did not go about it a healthy way and I know why so that's why I'm getting on here and telling y'all like don't do what I did like I was stressed I wasn't eating I still don't eat the way I should um 
because of it's a lot you know like it really is a lot they don't warn you like you think about feeding your baby more than yourself some days you just like wait did i even eat like you be so focused on making sure they had their green beans and their sweet potatoes and it's just like did you have your green beans and sweet potatoes queen get it together so I looked up the definition of snapbacks and of course it was talking about a hat <laughs> but I looked up you know what's the slang definition of snapback and this was not on Urban Dictionary it was on something called Your Dictionary and it says a snapback is a sudden recovery and that alone is we as mothers do not need to be recovering suddenly after we spent nine months growing, creating, nourishing a child um, and then having to deliver via vaginally, C-section. We do not need to be rushing our bodies to do anything outside of just be. I don't believe we give ourselves enough credit or our bodies enough credit for the incredible task that is given. Like carrying a child, keeping it safe, having it grow inside of you for nine months, you know, more or less for some people and to try and a snap back afterwards we're doing ourselves a disservice and unfortunately the way our society works it's like women are praised for not looking like we had children like the faster the snapback the better and i don't believe that it's healthy mentally or physically for a woman to be bikini ready by the time the baby can hold their head especially if they gained you know a lot of weight so let's get into this new segment y'all it's two of them and this first one is called mama's gotta have a life too what am i supposed to have a life you got a life them days of not having a life is all over i ain't like big mama i got to have me some fun you have fun why can i enjoy my life Okay, so in active self-care for this week, I took a very long, luxurious shower. I can't even remember which day it was, but I took a very long, hot, steamy shower and I exfoliated. Do you know <laughs> how hard it is to exfoliate as a mommy? to a child to a little human or to a bigger human just thinking about exfoliating and just getting all the dead skin off and just being brand new brand new in your skin self-care and for self-indulgence i don't <laughs> well you know what i did a couple of things in self-indulgence but i think i'm gonna <laughs> wait until next episode to talk about one of the things because of who will be our resident baby mama i think that that would be right up her alley <laughs> so for this week <laughs> my act of self-indulgence i got myself a new purse because y'all remember when erica badu made that song big lady you gonna hurt your back she was talking about me because first of all my back always hurt but it wasn't from the bags but i'm always getting bags i am the bag lady i love bags i mean big bags small bags skull bags pumpkin bags i love bags little ziploc bags and most <laughs> recently my 
last few bag purchases I got. I did it, y'all. I did it, y'all. I did it, y'all. I got a tail for period and tail feezy on me um, to match my tail feezy boots because I had to do it to them. You know, I'm saying something. And no, I'm not wearing them. I'm not wearing these things Um, not until like next year because, you know, it's very cold and rainy up here. I'm not about to mess my tail feezies up for none of y'all. Um, <laughs> so I got my tail far and I got, um, two glamaholic bags i got the first one i think i got the first one before yeah i did i got the first one a little bit ago but i was like let me run a bitch yeah i gotta get me another one <laughs> and i got a passport cover you know because i'm manifesting big things for 2022 y'all very big things so yes y'all treat y'all to some self-care make sure y'all exfoliating that skin and eat, put something on your stomach and also Hey, splurge on yourself because you deserve it just for being you. <laughs> and for the next segment, we have Who's Baby Mama Dear? What? She said, What's a who? Now, this is going to be a quick one because um, I don't think it's too much going on in the baby mama world and the worlds of the baby mamas um, celebrity-wise right now, except for Miss Kimberly Noel Kardashian has apparently said, I'm really leaving you, yay. Yay, yay. Hit me up, yay. <laughs> to the guy yay she said bye boy i want to be legally single like in the divorce after he <laughs> been publicly talking about he want to be home he want to go home for the holidays like folgers like she said no sir i'm laughing i'm laughing it up with pete davidson because you know he got that thing on him and y'all know what i'm talking about because y'all know what i'm talking about <laughs> And now for your favorite part of the show. Well, at least it's my favorite because I listen to other queens talk. Ask a baby mama. It is ask a baby mama. If y'all have any burning questions like, can I get? No. Are you sure? Can I? No. Because you already know. No, you're not getting off child support. Leave it alone. Anyways, if y'all have any burning questions, y'all just have to ask a baby mama and see what they feel about it. Please be sure to DM the BM Club on Instagram. That is T-H-E-B-M-C-L-U-B. We got our resident baby mama, Sparkle, back again, a.k.a. Spark DZ. And she's answering the questions for the week. Hit him up, Spark. Hey, y'all. Back at it again with your favorite baby mama, a.k.a. this week's resident baby mama, Spark DZ, a.k.a. the real Spark on Instagram with the questions for our lovely BM Club. First question. Do you wish you had a different baby father? Oh, Jesus. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Me, personally, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. My daughter is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't change a thing about having my daughter, but I would change my baby daddy. Because, yeah, I just don't want him. Mm -mm. I don't want that one. I want a new one. 
can I get a fresh baby daddy like right now? But no, just seriously. Some people don't want to change their parent babies, parent, other parent. But it just all depends on the flavors y'all got going. If y'all cool, y'all got a smooth relationship, y'all not beefed out, you probably want to keep the same one. If y'all are having difficulties, yes, first ticket out, free my mans, because the mans is me. Let me go. Okay, next question. Should people without kids be allowed to give parenting advice? Mm. 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 Today's age, it's kind of hard to say yes or no to that. Because, I mean, like, when I didn't have kids, I used to see kids in the store because I know how I was raised. And I'd be like, mm, look at Billy acting a nut. Billy need to get whipped <laughs> or a little, a little tug of war right now. Like, a little, I know how you guys left, like to tussle. That's how I felt. But I, I don't think I would be, like, insightful if I didn't have a kid to be like, well, you should do this. You should do that. Now, if advice is warranted, go for it. You know, somebody be like, do you know what you're doing? Because I don't like help. Please help. Send help. Give help. That's that's fine. And, you know, if it's unwarranted and you just feel like you just feel like talking, go to therapy. Talk to your therapist. Talk to your mother. Talk to your father. Talk to somebody else. Just not me. Because you can't tell me nothing about my kid. <laughs> Number three. Why do you think most relationships fail after having a baby? Um, during pregnancy, you know, a lot of hormones change. You literally become a new person because you're making a person. So as a mom is what I'm, yeah, what I'm hitting at. So like when you're making, baking that person, it's kind of like your whole life have changed. Yes, it did. When they come in, you didn't know back then, but like your baby daddy don't understand the hormonal changes sometimes. And so it causes you to trip out a little bit when you don't get that three o'clock in the morning slurpee or now um, some relationships survive. That's that's possible. Um, But most of the time when they don't survive is due to hormonal changes, uh, kids being looked at as accidents or, um, you know, people just stick it out try to see if they are compatible because they are having a child and most of the time no if y'all wasn't mindset relationship stuck then no don't let the baby keep you there that's just not how that's gonna work uh people trap people babies do not trap people if anything they push them further away like ma'am you kept this child unwarranted get out my face no child support factored in people may think they are top tier financially and then a baby come through and it's like who the deficit is real because babies will take you out the game it don't matter if you got it like that as soon as you go to target that bill hit different for a baby walmart the bill hit different diapers the corner store that bill hits different so yeah financial social media all those are factors in why relationships hormones the relationships don't work something they don't tell you about pregnancy and labor um labor is different from for everybody 
Don't sit up there and watch a whole bunch of videos and think you know what you're doing. That's like you watching 100 hours worth of football. And then you wake up, you like, I'm finna go play. Best believe when you get on that football field, you don't know what you're doing. So, um, I guess they tell you, like, when you get in that room, you'll be hungry than a mug. Because you don't know when you're going to go into labor. And you like, can I get a snack? And it, Nope. So, eat first. <laughs> Please eat first. Um, eat enough. Bring some snacks after labor because then you can eat. Uh, what else don't they tell you? I don't know. Like, I, I guess they don't really give you enough oomph until your first time motherhood. Honestly, it's kind of like, oh, here's your baby out of here. Like, your baby might sit there and look at you like, who this woman? They love you. Don't get me wrong. The, the skin to skin contact is top tier. But, like, they're going to be like, uh, okay, let's cry. Because I don't know what to ask for. I don't know how to ask for it. So then you're sitting there like, I'm about to get this baby this unwarranted bottle and she low-key asking for a back scratch and don't know how to tell me that. Like, you know, her my rib cage is no longer letting her back get scratched. So, or his back get scratched. And, you know, now you think your baby don't want to eat or, you know, you're doing something wrong because, like, you know, that, that just ain't the case. Like, the baby is just itchy. Like, scratch the baby's back a little bit, you know. Rub it. Mm, ooh, you all right, you know. A little dry skin. It's okay. But the, just the warmth of your body might just be enough. You don't need to stuff a pacifier down the throat. Nothing like that. Just that initial first-time motherhood is a little difficult. And when you, or even, shoot, any type of labor experience is different. So every kid that you have is going to be a little different. The going into labor you don't know really how you know it's always exaggerated how your water breaks so you sit there and you like my water just broke and you think you pee on yourself and like but some people had like explosive water park action it, you know whatever but i didn't but yeah you know your milk might not come in right on time your milk might come in days before you go into labor you just never know it's just stuff you're never gonna know but yeah that's what they need to tell you you just don't know what's gonna happen so just be prepared for anything <laughs> thanks girl you did your thing now it's time to wrap up the show don't forget to follow us on instagram at the bm club that is t-h-e-b-m-c-l-u-b we are at the baby mama club on twitter our cash app is the baby mama club just in case you want to donate because we are starting back our baby mamas of the week starting fresh and early in january um the baby mamas of the week is a thing that we like to do here at the club where we celebrate um one of the mothers we give them a shout out we give them a little cash for some coffee for some snacks and over time i'm hoping that you know we can increase the amount of funds so that they it can help with a bill or it can shoot take care of some daycare costs you never know what this can lead to but you know just want to give back and we have to do with ourselves if we want anybody else to do it we have to lead by example y'all so just love on each other and make sure y'all are staying safe staying warm because it's so cold and we'll see y'all next week with episode five and i already can't wait and i don't even know what episode five is about so <laughs> i'm gonna see y'all then bye
so she said she don't care about your tears. That is an insider for somebody who needed to get that off of their chest. <laughs>